We just talked about it's your oh, intro. Oh, I'm doing it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to that Park Life Podcast. <laughs> like, man, Welcome. That is really bad at this introduction <laughs> right now. He was here. just pointing at me, and we had literally just said, it's your turn to intro. So whatever. It's, you thought, know, it's, and it's I thought Sunday. For sure, I was like, oh, man, like, can she can she see that I'm pointing at her? Like, I what know, am I doing it wrong? It's the end of the week. And let me tell you, um, today I want to talk about neighborhood HOA pages because oh, Halloween is approaching. I don't yeah. remember if I've talked about this before on the pod. Um, but our HOA page in our neighborhood is absolutely insane. We don't live in a large neighborhood. It's Mm -hmm. not huge, but, um, everybody has an opinion. And last night the buzz was there is another like small neighborhood that backs up to ours. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a, it's more of like a, a trailer park like area. Okay. And it's like kind of up the hill. So we're like kind of down in this little valley and it's up the hill. And they literally, the neighbors up the street said they've been playing the same song really really loud since noon and this was at about 10 o'clock at night so everybody is like buzzing on the page and um so a few people call the cops and it's like this whole thing because we can't call the the cops in our like we can't call the town police because they're like technically this neighborhood that's literally right next to ours is in the county it's not our town jurisdiction and supposedly we don't have a noise ordinance so so then there's that and I am like way down the street and I could hear it bumping in my house. Like I kept thinking it was my next door neighbor. So, and then I got on the HOA page and everybody's like going oh off about this, gosh. about this house. Now, but go ahead. do you know what song it was? Cause I'm pretty, if I had to take a guess, <laughs> can I take a guess? Yeah, you can I'm guess. I'm pretty sure it's this. It must be <laughs> it's been a while since we played it. Oh, it was not that song. Oh. It was some, it was some kind of bumping song. I don't even know. Like, and I listen to rap people. I'm not like saying a bump. I just that's all I could hear. Yeah. But everybody up the street, they were like, it sounds like it's pretty much in my backyard, and I'm pretty sure it's the same song, and it's been on loop. Is that like like that sounds like something's wrong? We need to send somebody over there. So I don't know exactly what time it stopped, but it was very late. Um, but I also love the HOA page because Halloween is coming, and last year is when our HOA kind of like exploded mm-hmm. as somebody complained about people trick-or-treating in our neighborhood. And it like turned into this all out brawl fest oh, on, our, no. on our page. And basically it's when I like to make popcorn and just like, you know, sit on my couch and, <laughs> and watch these comments as they come up. So that's something I'm really excited about. Shout out to any of you guys. If you're in the neighborhood HOA page, um, I would love to hear how other neighborhoods are because there's also people that come in and they're like, we will never live in a neighborhood with an HOA ever again. This is terrible. Like people just go off about it. So, oh, uh, and hold on. And the reason why I bring all that up is because the same house probably that was playing music. They're yeah. also the ones that shoot guns off all the time and they're doing that currently. So you can hear it but I can hear it. But it's another one of the things where the county is like, we can't do anything about it. Um, or the town says they can't do anything about it because it's like the county jurisdiction, but the yeah. county never does anything about it. Like, And a couple of weeks ago, we had people come home and they were like, hey, we had a bullet through the window and at the, like at the top of our house. And so chances are it came from over there, but there's nothing that anybody can do about it. No. And I don't live in the hood. I mean, <laughs> it's just we got a bunch of rednecks like they just I don't know. They it's just not it's not a safe area to shoot guns, but they do it all the time. I mean, this is not a comment on the general like gun policy of America thing. But if a bullet's yeah. coming in your window, something's wrong. Yeah. Right. Like something is. Yeah. Not right. right. I don't know what 
like I guess they didn't post like an update on what happened. They did say they called the cops, obviously, but who, there, I mean, there's no telling where it came from because there's people shooting guns over there all the time. Oh my gosh, you're dealing with the crazy HON gunshots. <laughs> and guys, I had an Arendelle Aqua blueberry jam cake the other day. So yeah, you totally did. the same. <laughs> and it looked gorgeous. It looked it, like it was too pretty to eat. It, I mean, remind you of anyone? So, um, <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say it's too pretty to eat, but it was. It was pretty good. So this is over at the Contempo Cafe, home of the peanut butter pie, mm-hmm. always uh, number one, Bay. But Where they don't have neighbors shooting guns all the time. I, just fireworks, <laughs> you could say. I mean, the fireworks. fireworks are allowed. Um, it's scary enough. It's five ninety nine. In case you're wondering, the do cash- you think it was worth it? Like, was it worth it? No, but be honest. No, okay. no, but it's not that it wasn't good. Um, it needed a little more blueberry jam in it. So it's, it's the mm. middle of it is a blueberry jam, but it was probably the size of like a grape as far as how much blueberry oh. jam is. I was expecting oh, it to be yeah. like, like it was just... and it was just in the center. I thought it would be a layer of blueberry jam. So I'd get a little bit of blueberry in each bite. No, well, it's funny because the picture you posted, it looked like it was huge. And so that's why I kept scrolling through your thing. I was like, it looked like it's, it looks ginormous. It was about the, the actual dessert, like a small, like smaller than a CD for those of you that remember CDs and DVDs. Um, <laughs> Which is still a good size for Disney. It's pretty good. Uh, but the cake, though, was good. I mean, the the Frosting Lancer was good. There was, like, a, the middle um, outer rim of it was, like, a those, like, thicker sugar crystally sprinkles. You know, like, it's, like, a thicker sugar. You um, mean it didn't have crispy pearls? No. Not this one. No <laughs> crispy pearls in Arendelle, I guess. Um, it was good, though. I, don't, I wouldn't get it again, but that's not a, I'm not saying mm. it's bad. Um, and I don't mind, like, all sugar, super sweet cake. Like, I'm fine with that. Right. I just wanted something else other than the frosting and the cake, which is what I thought I'd get out of the blueberry jam. You basically did it for the gram. No, well, no, I wanted Blue- to try it out. Blueberry jam for the gram. Well, <laughs> I oh, went no, there kidding. without anything in particular in mind. I wanted to be okay. dazzled. I don't know if it was. And then you were like, but if it falls apart, I'll get a peanut butter pie, right? I if, mean, yeah, if it went downhill, I would have gotten something else. Okay. Well, I went there with a gift card that someone had given me, and <gasps> I forgot to use it. So, What? Which, Who way, gave did, you a gift? Oh, does I, that mean you're saving it for when Doug and I are in town and we're going to go get peanut butter pie because I've never tried it? Oh. If, if that's what you want to think, fine. But no. <laughs> uh, but I, had, I went to the Contempo Cafe, which is at the, the fourth floor of the Contemporary, because I went to the Magic Kingdom the other day um, pretty much just to photograph things. Okay. So, um, which is an interesting thing because I didn't do, I didn't have any fast passes, didn't do any rides. I literally was just on Main Street and like a little bit of Fantasyland and did kind of a little bit of walking around though for about three hours total. That's all I did. Wow. So I was, uh, the first thing I did when I got there, I went and photographed the Festival of Fantasy. So go ready to see some mm-hmm. Festival of Fantasy pics already on both my accounts. My I've favorite. already posted one on each, so get used okay. to it. They're coming. Um, and then after that, I looked, I looked at the times before I went and then I shot the trolley show. And something to know about the Main Street trolley show is they, you probably will see it first if you're on like the hub area, in the hub area, pretty much close to the hub area. It's like right after you get out of the circle. It's like right there. But it goes down Main Street and they perform three more times. So if you want to see the whole thing, wherever they're performing, unless they're already at the train station, just walk past them and wait about six minutes and then they'll be there and you'll have front row. So they do it right, like right in that first straightaway after the hub. Then they do it pretty much right in front of the Starbucks. Then they do okay. it again right outside the um, like the art shop that's like next to the confectionery, oh, like kind of right out yeah. the side of that exit. And then they do it again um, right in front of the train station. So it's like, literally you, like right next to each other. You'd be surprised how far away it is, even though it's not far away. Yeah, you know, like it's strange. But 
So if you see them in one of those places that's not the train station, it's not the last one. So just go. I'm telling you, just go to the next yeah. spot. You'll be the you'll be the first one in line, meaning like no one in front of you standing on the curb. And you'll have all the yeah. room for pictures and stuff. They'll be right in front of you. I actually went up to the train station and watched watch from it. there because the dancers, well, the performers come up there and dance a little bit. And then they go oh. back down. So you got to get a little close to them. But you basically walk into Starbucks and you come back and you're like, ah, the show's still going. What's still going, going on over here? <laughs> what um, happened? But I bring that up because if it's a nice, if you want to make sure you get uninterrupted or unobstructed views of this, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a quick little trolley show. And when they do it on the last of the main street before they get to the train station, if you're standing facing the castle, um, you get some nice castle in the background photos yeah. of the trolley yeah. performers and the trolley itself. And I got, I haven't posted them yet, but I got a couple of uh, what I think are some good ones. So like, just kind of be a little flexible with it and walk around and follow them a little bit and get the shot you want. Do we think that this is one of the things that Disney might take away at some point? Or do you think that this will forever be a staple? I think it's going to be a staple. I don't okay. think they can I'm take like, away. Because at this point in the game, like I am, I'm really sad about the drummers in Africa. Yeah. Um, Brudika. But it's, but it's like, you know, and like they've cut back on the citizens of Hollywood so yes. much. I'm like, and I thought those were a staple. Well, but one I do of feel the... like the Main Street USA performers is mm-hmm. like I, that's literally been there since. Like, I don't day think one. I just can't picture a, a Magic Kingdom morning where they don't exist. I don't know. Right. Um, that said, though, one of the people who are sometimes there and with the Dapper Dan, so not a Dapper Dan, but is like a secondary character that's with them, kind of like the fire chief guy. What what was yeah. the mayor before he passed away? And the old lady with like the big whatever hat and the things um, was one of the. Uh, streetmosphere actors or whatever from Hollywood Studios, one of the citizens of Hollywood. I definitely uh, recognize his face. He's okay. got, if you saw him, I, I don't have a picture of him, but you would know Probably. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, he makes like really out- outrageous facial expressions and he's really good at it. He's really funny, but he's definitely there. Well, it is um, one of the reasons why when I do see the ho- the citizens doing any kind of show now, I'm like, we have to go watch it because you just never know like the next trip they may be gone. Be gone. Because my favorite, favorite, favorite thing was when they did their whole bit outside of the gate where they did the red carpet. Do you know what I'm talking no, about? I don't know what you're talking about? They didn't do it for very long, um, but we did see it for like two of our trips in a row. Um, it, Cause it was something that they were trying out, but they got really good reaction from it. And then they did cutbacks, but basically they rolled out a red carpet. This was before you walk like into the gate. Um, like it's in between baggage check and the turnstiles. Okay. Um, and they like set up a little stage. Ooh, I hit my thing there. They set up a little stage and they had like people doing commentary on people. So whenever anyone stepped on the red carpet, they were basically making fun of them. Oh, and like half, yes. and half the people had no idea that people were like, and there are people <laughs> like there's, there's like all these people standing around just watching them. But like all these people are walking and they have no idea what's going on. Yes. And so they're getting made fun of and half of them have no idea. <laughs> so it's just hilarious because they like are so oblivious to what's going on. And they're just like, yeah, there's like a red carpet. He'll just walk on it. And yes, and there was somebody like one of the citizens was on the ground too, like with a microphone and she'd walk up and interview people. And <laughs> cause Doug and I got to be part of it one time. And we were like, this is the best thing ever. Yes. Oh my gosh. I wish they would do that. Um, I know. I, and then we went back the next time and it was gone. No. One time when I was in Hollywood studios, this wasn't long ago. It was within the last year. The guy just had like a big, not a megaphone, but like a big cone thing that you speak through, whatever that thing is called. Um, and that's what he was doing. He was basically heckling people as they were walking yeah. by, right outside the yeah. entrance to a gift shop. And they had no idea. <laughs> and I'm standing basically next to him, just LOLing at everything he said. Yeah, yeah. Um, so good. One of the things I noticed while I was at Magic Kingdom was the extended walkway by the castle. 
And I just happened to be walking. So, you know, they, they did that project where they widened it out. And by the way, it's much, it is much yeah, wider, as you can tell. It looks so nice. And I posted a photo or a video or whatever um, on my story that day about like the facade along the wall. Cause it looks like these, like these castle basement doors. doors that would lead probably to like the underground or like to get to the moat area or whatever. But yeah. the ledge on the side. So if you're walking, let's say up that ramp and the castles on your right to the left, there used to be like just a regular old wall, whatever. Right. The wall is lower now and there's like a bed of rocks on the other side of it. But the, the ledge is, uh, comes to a point, not like a sharp point, but kind of right. like a roof would on a house. Um, and I'm guessing I'm it's comfortable so that people, enough for you to not sit there. I don't think people are going to sit. Yeah. And I'm not like, you know, I got like a small, small booty, right? It's not, not <laughs> right. So I, even I would think I'd be uncomfortable yeah. on that. Yeah. Yes. So well, it has and I think to be it, that. For the pictures I've seen, it looks like it's, it looks like it's been there forever. Yeah. Like you well, can't that's that's like the Disney thing is that they do, yeah. they put oh, stuff yeah. in and it looks like it was always there. Because if you, if you think about it, that would be a great spot to sit during the mm-hmm. fireworks if you not necessarily every time or if it's your first time wouldn't recommend that area but it's like kind of a unique view to sit over there or watch a stage show or to watch a parade when it's coming through because right. you can kind of see the corners of it so they're probably eliminating that as and a disney scene, is as a like one. no <laughs> yeah someone i joked that replied to my story and said next thing you're going to see those like little bird spikes <laughs> yeah it's a razor blade it's yes. just one razor blade <laughs> down the corner of it don't even put your hand here no I'm like, well i get a nice quick shave it'll save me money um, you know, send me money. I, sh- I shave my own face. I don't know what, what I was getting at. Um, Did you even grow beard? No. Uh, thank you very much. I have to shave Sorry. every day for work. How dare you? Um, one thing I did on that trip, though, was I took requests from people. I was like, hey, what do you want to see when I go to the Magic Kingdom? People yeah. like were really suggesting things. And I went around and I took a bunch of photos. And um, and I even had someone caption the photo I took of Donald Duck or whatever. I don't know if you saw the caption that one. But it was a reference to an audio piece that we played way back in episode three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which uh, maybe if you're if you're new to this you don't know about so just a very I just I wanted to play because I think ultimately this was an excuse to, for people to hear the sound we were effect. So young back then. <laughs> we were so young back when I paid people to shave my face. So um, I was in a Nicole and I were filmed in a whatever for Disney Vacation Club and um, <laughs> you know a little a little piece of my audio was used and yep. the, the premise was they were asking. Um, what we liked about the Moonlit Magic event. So, you know, we're all going around saying our favorite things. That's someone else. And this is me. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And that's it. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. <laughs> Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So that, that caption, of course, won the Donald Duck photo, and that's what we posted. I think our new t-shirt needs to say hashtag Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yes. <laughs> just and people will be like, why? Why does it say hashtag it Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? Let it me just, tell you about my podcast. It just does. <laughs> Um, hey, I thought of something. So I wind up meeting people either through work or like whatever, because like, you know, and, and the people I meet are tend to be people who have lived here for a while or have worked for different things at Disney. So mm-hmm. I've been finding, and I wish I had started this earlier, that I wind up getting like some interesting information from these people. And um, get the insider tips. Yeah. Not even necessarily tips, but like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. So, right. um, here we are, a birth of a new segment. Oh. That, that guitar, I thought it was about to go into something else. <laughs> this is Greg learned something and now you will too. So awesome. I was talking to someone who had two interesting transportation related jobs in the Epcot area, which I I kind of knew one of these things was a thing, but I have a feeling that no one listening to this, I would think, knows about this other thing. So I'm pretty, this okay. is pretty interesting. 
Ooh, challenge. Um, the first thing that he was talking about was he used to be a driver for the double-decker buses of the World Showcase. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone remembers that. This was the thing I was like, now when he mentioned that, I was like, oh, I do remember that. Like, I mean, this is... I don't, I didn't go on it. I don't think I remember right. it like from when it existed. I remember seeing like photos of it when I was younger, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, the 1.3 mile span of the world right. showcase might be a little bit too much to walk. Um, they do have the friendship boats or the, the boats that, that launch from the different parts of the world showcase. Yeah. They only go to two spots. Now there used to be three. Um, but these, these double decker buses are the same type of ones you'd see, like the stereotypical ones when you go to other countries or even like major metropolitan cities, even here in America. Um, they didn't move very fast. And this is stuff that I read up on. Um, they did, however. Can't. Yeah, well, they can't, of course, because you're, I mean, it's foot traffic, right? I mean, you're going to a world showcase. Think about now. Right. And it, obviously they don't exist anymore. But could you right. imagine them during like food and why they wouldn't go anywhere? Um, they did have a right. horn. Drunk people all yes. over the place. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, and this is way, way back in the day. And I, I don't even, honestly, I don't even know if they served alcohol back then. Um, but it didn't have a horn on it. Like, kind of like the Main Street vehicles do in, in Magic Kingdom, like that kind yeah. of thing. But I mean, you've been, to, we've all been to Magic Kingdom before. We know that the, that the, um, like the car and the, even like they do have a double docker thing there too. Right. They got to like clear them out of the way. Like, it, yeah. it takes quite a bit of time. Could you a imagine? A lot of doing cast that? members involved in that. Yeah. A, lo- for, a lot. For a double decker bus. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people controlling that audience. So imagine what it would be like just da- during a daily day, a daily day, during daily operations in Epcot. That has to be a lot. So he was telling me that, um, it stopped at like three or four of the country. I think four of the countries at the time. Um, okay. So it kind of got you like, you know, it would skip. Let's say it would go every fourth country or something. Every third country right. would stop and you'd get off. Um, but he said that they couldn't really stop unless it was the designated like stopping point. Even yeah. if there were people in the way, he's like, you basically had to crawl because if you stopped, people would think it was time to get up and get off. So, like, even if you stop to, like, wait for a person crossing, people would start to, like, get up, collect their things, and you have to be like, no, sit down, and we can't move until everyone's sitting. Yeah, that would so be like, so annoying. And even if it wasn't a written rule, it was, like, the the unwritten rule that people are like, don't stop unless it's the designated stop because people yeah. get up and sit down. Um, like, if you have to run someone over, you do yes, it. We will pay it. for a broken ankle. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Google, if you Google it, you'll see some photos of it and stuff, and it's just nuts. So, that was one, like, I kind of heard of, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. It would, that would never fly now. There's just no, right. there's no way. Uh-oh. No. Um, but something else he did was drive. Somebody probably would be offended by it now. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so laughs> the horn ruined my Germany yeah. experience yep, because pretty much. that was a, <laughs> there was a, a horn made in China and there's no way that would be here in Germany. I don't like horns and it ruined my entire yes. trip. Oh my gosh. Maybe let's have a bus just for the snowflakes. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> Forget about snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, another thing that he did was drive the Epcot resort tram. So How old is this person? <laughs> he's been over, he's been around. So this is from the mid-ish nineties. It's like kind of um, yeah. uh, maybe even earlier than that because this was before the boardwalk even opened. So this was yeah, back when it was. This was so, and as I say, a couple of these things, you'd be like, "Huh, this is like some things are going to start clicking here." Yeah. So yeah. this uh, this was in addition to maybe the friendship boats, which are connecting that you know the, the Crescent Lake over there that connects Swan right. and Dolphin Beach and Yacht Club, and now the boardwalk. And the two parks, Hollywood and Epcot. So at the time, it would be bringing guests to the International Gateway from Beach Club, Yacht Club, Swan and Dolphin, or the Swalfin. Right. And uh, the boardwalk wasn't there, but the roadway or the walkway or whatever was there. So like it did create the loop. So it would go around, pick up the people, and pick bring up them. The pick up the peoples. 
and to bring them to to the back of Epcot. But like, I just it's so crazy to me because of the foot traffic that's there. Now, this was at a time when you could say Disney wasn't as popular as it is now. And those like the beach club didn't have the addition of the DVC there. So that's like a whole other part of the hotel that brought more guests. The boardwalk resort, the regular and the DVC wasn't there. So technically, it's like three fewer resorts that were just in that one area. Right. Right. Um, and at the time, I don't even know if the Swan and Dolphin were considered like Disney stuff. They're not owned by Disney, but whatever. Um, but there's still people walking around. I was looking at a, a video, looking at a video of this on YouTube of someone who like recorded on the tram. And it's so bizarre. You're like thinking back to like when those people actually took these videos and you're like, no one's ever going to watch this crap. No, and then and here I am. Like- where are these people that have the VHSs yes. of all of this stuff that was so mundane back yes. then? Yes, and here I am on YouTube watching a video of some person. And I'm at work, so there's no sound, which is even weirder. Right. But um, I was looking, kind of like trying to pay attention to the background and stuff. And the slide, the main slide for the boardwalk pool is still there. And if you know about the board, I'm sorry, the beach club pool and the Stormalong Bay. And if you know anything about it, you have to leave the pool area and walk on that walkway to get to the stairs. Oh, to go up. Okay. So there's quite a, now there's quite a bit of foot traffic. There just people walking by people coming in and out to go to the slide and just people right. like doing their vacation stuff. So I can't Wait, imagine so all these people walking around. Was it just like their normal trams like that they have? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like they do now because they've updated a bit, but that same yeah, style tram. Yeah. yeah. In the same style forever. Um, and here's something that I thought was interesting. So it's gone now because the Skyliner station is there. But if you're mm-hmm. walking toward the International Gateway um, and like the launch for the boats is to your right, to the left, there was always this open area that looked like it could handle vehicles. So like okay. it was a, it was the type of concrete where like, you know, if someone needs to drive on it, it's safe to drive on it. And there was yeah. basically enough room now that I think about it for a um, tram to turn around. Because I yeah. thought, if you think about, like, okay, the tram gets to the International Gateway, but then what? It would go in, turn around, and, and come out. I need to get a photo of this. I'm a visual person. I'm like, yeah. I can kind of visualize, but I feel like I need a photo of this. And since you live there. Yes. Well, it's not there anymore. So I, I know, but I mean, the, like, where it used to be. Yeah, where the big area is. Yeah. yeah. Next time I go, I'll point it out. And I'll yeah. put, you know what? I'll link this uh, YouTube video on our website on that Park Life podcast. So you Maybe can you see. could dub over your own. No, I'm not going to go there and. <laughs> I'm going to have to reach out for permission. Hey, guys, I've been watching your video, but do you mind if I replace your audio with my own? Do you mind if I do that real quick? Your 80s commentary was terrible. (laughs) Um, So two things I learned, and I I had kind of forgotten about those double-decker buses, but I definitely did not know that there was a tram connecting those resorts in the back of Epcot. That would never, again, that would not fly today. There's just just no way. Um, And if you know on that walkway, um, when you're walking toward International Gateway, there's a walkway that goes below that. So we were like, I was reading up on comments on, on someone posted on this YouTube video. They were thinking like that was a quick way to get around when the tram was going on that one straightaway spot to get either around it. Or if maybe you were in uh, people were suggesting if they were in a wheelchair or something that to kind of not be near it. I don't know if that part's true, but it's an interesting concept. Yeah. I feel like that kind of leads us into like history. Cause it's a historical thing. Should we go ahead and do our historical? Let's, well, let's see when you do things like that. I don't have my history sound yeah, ready. Right. And if there's exactly. one thing you know, it's you can't move on to a segment without the without the sound. That's oh, very true. I found it. Okay, so uh, let's talk a little bit of history. You want to go first? Yeah. So I'm from actually October 20th, 1965. Mm. So obviously, back then, this was Disney secretly started purchasing some of the land to build the new theme park in Florida. But this was the day that the news actually leaked to the Orlando Sentinel. Hmm. And many of you know or may not know that Walt tried to purchase the land under a bunch of few, a bunch of few, 
under a few different aliases. Yeah. Uh, and one of my favorites that I learned, I gleaned this information from the Keys of the Kingdom tour, but M.T. Lot. Yes. Uh, company was one of the names, and it's on one of the windows on Main Street. Mm-hmm. The window actually says, like, M.T. Lot Real Estate Investments. Um, and that's another one of the little details that I love about Disney, how they throw all these things out, and you're like, anyone seeing it normally would be like, what are they talking about here? But it's one of the aliases that they purchased some of the land under. But I thought it was interesting that um, this was when, in 1965, it leaked. And the reason why they did that was because they were able to purchase the land at a much cheaper rate because they knew that if people found out that it was Walt Disney purchasing land, that they would skyrocket the prices of their land, which did happen after the news leaked. Um, But they got most of it, I think, at the lower price. Yeah, like right at the end, they got like, I mean, it went up, but it wouldn't have been as bad as if they had known all along kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, I. I knew about the empty lot thing, and there's a a joke, the same type of thing over at Fort Wilderness. If you ever go to the Hoopty Doo Review area or Trails End, there's a uh, like a stand that happens to be a DVC sale stand thing, whatever. But that's not the point of it. The point of it is there's a box there, and it's labeled MT box. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was like the pun there was yes. empty lot. Yeah, because it was empty lots. Oh my god. Um, I'll bring us back only to 2013, so a solid. Six years ago, when the villas at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa opened. So this is obviously separate from the regular resort. This is a, a, the Disney Vacation Club addition to the Grand Floridian. Um, it added an additional 106 rooms, which might not sound like a lot because it's really not a lot um, as far as... price of $106,000 a night. <laughs> no, something like that. It is it's a little expensive. Um, but they have like the smaller rooms, like a studio, but... They did add on a 2,800-square-foot grand villa, by the way, Ooh. which I would imagine is bigger than most people's houses that I know anyway. Residential suite? It's certainly double than this, the apartment I live in. Um, it had three <laughs> bedrooms, four bathrooms, a dining table that seats 12, and a separate media room with a home theater system. So it's legit. I want to know how often it's rented out. Well, that's the thing about grand villas in general in DVC. Like, it's a lot of points per night. So usually it's like families pooling together or they bank a lot of points and blah, 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 blah. So it's but still, I still want to know your how question. Probably not very often. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're like, can I get that on the uh, price line? No, <laughs> and, that's price. The, and that's the thing, like uh, with rooms like that are really like nicer rooms in general. It really does depend on what time of year you go, because I bet right. you during Christmas time, it's pro- that's, that uh, has to be the most expensive room. That's oh, not like a, sure. a presidential suite. Because like the king of Prussia stays there, you yeah, know, something like that. And I, you know how much he loves Disney. With his family, you know how much he loves Christmas. Yes. <laughs> And that pretty much brings us into our uh, larger topic for the week, and that is our best times to visit. And I, I love this because there Sorry, is... music to come in, and we didn't have any music. We don't have any music. Well, I still have the history music playing. Oh, oh, oh it's almost done. This is, I just love Epcot music, though. That's probably why I chose this. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Should I do an intro? Best should. time to visit Disney World. <laughs> That's why they shouldn't let me control things because I do things. Okay. So uh, there's a lot of talk about this and I hear this a lot and I try to be open-minded about other people's opinions, even though they're wrong. So, um, I, you know, you hear people sometimes say that there is no such thing as like a dead time or a time when it's not crowded at Disney. And contraire. Yes. It's, it's a relative thing, right? So Correct. you're not going to be the only person in the park. You're not going to be able to like, feel like you're alone but for right. sure it's not, dead, it's 
not a ghost town. People no. think when you say dead times, they're like ghost town. And like, no, ghost town, ghost time, that it's not I mean, the there's same. a hurricane. That like, yeah. And I didn't even go to the parks this year, but when Hurricane Dorian was threatening to come through when they closed the parks and blah, blah, blah that was yeah. ghost town status. Very rare that you can stand somewhere and look around and see zero people. Right. Unless you work there and you're the first person there. So That's like, right. it's not, it's not very often. I mean, you can, there's a couple things you can do. You can do the extra, the paid stuff, right? Like the extra morning stuff where it's, you're paid to get in any breakfast and probably going to be fewer people. If you do the after hours events, fewer, for sure, fewer people. But I'm talking about like regular everyday times. And mm-hmm. for sure, there are times of the year and I'm telling you, and, and that don't listen, if people are telling you otherwise, they're lying to you because there really are times of the year. You just have to kind of, got to be flexible, right? And even still, um, there are times of the year to visit where even though it will be crowded, you can still have fun. You just got to be flexible on how you visit yes. the parks. So I made sure. sure to include some talk here coming up about, well, I'm going to I'm gonna mention for short times, I think it's the least crowded from my experience. And then yeah. if you have to go when it's crowded, because sometimes people can only get off. I mean, the True. reason why it's so crowded those two weeks around Christmas and New Year's is most like most jobs. Yeah. School's out. Jobs are out. So of course, so not only is it a major holiday that like people really celebrate, it also happens to be at a time when their kids are out of school and parents have it easy to get off. So, uh, and that's like probably the worst time to go. But anyway, um, we'll talk about that. that. So (laughs) these are at least our opinion, our best, what we think are the best times to go uh, and, and why. Okay, so you want me to start with kind of my first? Yeah. Okay, so our favorite is fall and winter. Okay. Um, so we can talk about that. Mainly, I guess the first couple things that I wanted to talk about were Halloween time mm-hmm. when it's decorated. Um, it's great. It is least crowded, I would say, in September. Mm-hmm. The Halloween parties start in August. We always, I feel like it's always a tip. Don't ever go to the first party of anything because that's typically when a ton of uh, social media is there. Um, and I feel like they're just higher. I don't know. I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I just feel like there's higher crowds usually at the first one. Yes. So I, and sometimes there's like things that need to be ironed out. And so it's like, don't go to the first one. Um, so for Halloween time, I liked, I want to see Halloween decorations, but it's still very hot. So like, don't get it twisted. September is still very hot in Florida. Yes. Um, but I would say the September time, because once you get into October, that's when the crowds start picking up because it's October and it's officially fall and it's officially Halloween month. Um, so that's kind of the first one there. Do you have anything like to add to that? Yeah, actually I have fallen Halloween on mine with a couple of um, things I want to mention about it. So a lot of times I ultimately think just magic kingdom. Like when I go to think like, what's a good time? I always I think, well, what's the know. crowd level at magic kingdom? Because magic animal kingdom well, crowd always- doesn't really yeah. exist. unless talking about Pandora. Right. Um, on any day. It's not super, super busy. It's always the highest. Like yes. whenever you're doing the crowd calendars, which we'll talk about, it's always like, well, look at Magic Kingdom. Yes. Because... And um, here's the thing. So you mentioned it. It's hot. It's actually hot. It's, I mean, Very if you're hot. thinking like, oh, is it really hot? No. It's To me, it's worse in September than it is in August yeah. and, and July. It's oh, just really? brutal. Yeah, it's just, well, now you're yeah. at the time where like it's extra humid and tropical and now you're yeah. like getting into what could be hurricane season. So like it's all right. kinds of tropical weather flying through. But but I guess my trade-off is, would you rather have less crowds and be hot or it be like hot and have a ton of people? Like yes. I do feel like September yeah. is lower because it's that in-between, it's that in-between holidays thing for like summer is over, but the holiday stuff hasn't started yet. Kind yes. of. That- 
It is. And we went, the first time Nicole and I ever traveled to Disney World together was in September. And we went because we looked at the flights. The flights were cheap. The resorts, we were, we were DVC members, so the points per night were cheaper. But that stuff goes hand in hand with like the price, the cash right. price per night. Um, it's cheaper because there are fewer people going and they want people to go. So they'll lower the prices. And um, it is hot. But school's back in session. So, like, that second and third week of September, it's just – it's not empty because it's never going right. to be empty. But never it empty. For, it is for sure lower. Um, yes. And this – to me, if you're going to make it work, you have to be a little bit flexible, at least for me. I, I know I have to be flexible with my schedule, which means I have to get up early, go to the park early, and leave. Do – like, go back to the resort, relax because, honestly, it's too hot in the middle of the day for me. And then go mm-hmm. back and stay out late and then repeat and kind of sleep in the middle of the right. day kind of a thing. Which is like, does it feel like a vacation? No, but that's to me that's the best way to combine your low crowds and how to manage the heat because mm-hmm. it's hot. I just remember, I remember Nicole and I watched it. We just were talking about this the other day when we went in that year in September. I wasn't prepared for the heat, and I had on like an undershirt and a polo because I decided to dress like fancier oh, than that. And we yeah. were watching um, the, whatever the stage show was. It's not the Royal Friendship Fair now. Whatever I can't think of what it was called then, but I just remember feeling the sweat drip down my face, my forehead, my back, and other parts of the body. And it was too it was too much. So I yeah. I learned then I was oh boy I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So knowing learned, that now, yeah, and I learned not to wear makeup as much when it's so hot because yes. I remember Slides getting there off. and being like, literally my entire face melted off <laughs> before we even walked in the gate. I was so irritable. I was like, it's so hot. I can't yes. even like. I just don't even know what to do. Even but, though it's still hot, and this is still a cool time of year to come and get it because I said not cool. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Um, because of Halloween decorations, decorations. that, yeah, yeah, I know you mentioned it and it's just like, there's something so nice about what I'm calling like an extra themed park because it's already themed, right? right. It's a magic right. kingdom, but it's like a Halloween magic kingdom and it's cool. Yeah. So that's kind of Halloween. My next one, um, did you have anything like in between Halloween and Christmas? My next one was like the Christmas. Well, in, in terms of fall in general, because yeah. after September, it's still not the worst, right? It doesn't mean that it's just all of a sudden crowded again in, in October. It definitely does pick up. And as you get closer to Christmas, it just kind of like is like a slope up. But for yeah. sure, there are times in the month of, of this month that we're in October where we've gone to the parks and it's not busy. You just yeah. kind of have to like figure out what's going on. What You know, you got to go around Columbus Day because it's not as like big of a holiday as some of the other ones, but still right. people have off. So you have to know that weekend's probably going to be busier. But if you can, if you can't go in September because your kids just went back to school and you got to they have to be educated for like yeah. a month before you can take them out. Fine. That's right. Go in October, but it might be a little bit more crowded, but it's still a, it's still a great time of year, in my opinion. Just know that yeah. Epcot's going to be crowded on the weekends and weeknights because it's food and wine. And there are some party, the Halloween party is going to limit your Magic Kingdom days. Yeah. But just be smart about it. Yeah. So Christmas time is kind of the next because Christmas is also another one of those. It's decorated differently. Yep. The lights are incredible. They do Snope on um, Main Street during the parade. They also do Snope at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, it's just incredible. Like you cannot, it gets you in the Christmas spirit, like, whoa, which is my favorite. Yes. Um, and I would say in our experience and talking to other people, the best time to do that is basically after Thanksgiving, but before like the Christmas rush. So mm-hmm. any tri- anytime kind of between like December 1st through the 15th. Yes. Um is the best time to go like for the Christmas stuff because my main tip is like, don't go on holidays. Um, Cause we kind of mentioned that holidays are the, where people just think, Oh, it's going to be so great. And then people get there and all they do is complain about how crowded it is. <laughs> and they put, they put pictures on social media and we're like, 
we could have told you this. Like it happens every year. Don't go on Thanksgiving. Don't go on Christmas. Don't go on New Year. I mean, people like to do that. It's a tradition for them. Yeah. Doug's family, it used to be a tradition for them to go on Thanksgiving. But now it's like the point where it's just so crowded. Well, and so um, I think going on Thanksgiving is our new tradition. It's not last because we live here now. So like we're here. Yeah. So my family right. flew in for Thanksgiving last year and they're doing it again this year. We're going out. To, we're not going to a park to eat. But we're going out to a, a resort restaurant on Thanksgiving. By the way, last year we did Olivia's at Old Key West. Would not recommend for holiday meal. For regular meal, yeah. delicious. But we had a we had a bad holiday experience there. But um, before we moved here, Nicole and I would fly down on Black Friday. That was like our go-to yeah. thing because we'd have off for Thanksgiving. And then we'd fly down on Black Friday. And we did that for... I want to say four years in a row, something like that. And yeah. uh, it was the best. And and now, by the way, the airport on Long Island is a joke of an airport. Those of you who know, want to talk about it, it's not, it's nothing compared to Orlando, but even Orlando wasn't busy. So like the whole thing right. was usually pretty smooth. And uh, last year, my mom, I think flew down on Thanksgiving day and said there was no one traveling. The highest well, yeah, travel day of the year is the night before. Right. People are traveling like before or after, not on the day. Yes. Well, even the crowd levels, like on the parks, it would be like early in the morning. It's totally fine. But like after lunchtime, it is slammed. slammed yeah. Yeah. So, and then for that, we probably won't go to Magic Kingdom because it's going to be slammed. It just, right. and it depends. Again, um, I'm thinking more of like the magic along the Magic Kingdom lines because that's where everybody likes to go. Yes. And it's, yeah, that's where everybody likes to go. And I don't remember if it was last year or the year before that like they legitimately reached capacity. And it, I want to say it was Thanksgiving. Um, it was either Thanksgiving or Christmas. Typically, um, they, will like it's more likely that they'll reach capacity between christmas and new year's eve which is another topic okay. that i'll get to in a minute so hold that thought for a sec yeah. but that so that week where we'd go black friday and after it was oh we had such a great time because it's like full, at that point thanksgiving's over you know right. it's tough because they do christmas decorations like two or three days after halloween right. nicole and i are going this year to the christmas party on november 14th that's almost yeah. two weeks before actually it's exactly two weeks before thanksgiving, before thanksgiving. but right. it's because it's probably going to well, be not as crowded and Cause we're getting there, you know, we're getting there like on the third. And so our hope is that they're going to have Christmas out by the end of the week for us. Cause yeah, that well, Friday, the parties the, that Friday, so they're going to have to have most of it out, if not everything. Right. So yeah, That's the magic have. kingdom will have been converted. But it's um, also like there's overlays cause you got jingle cruise. Yes. Um, what else am I forgetting? I mean, they, they have all kinds of like special event things going on during the holiday season, but the decorations alone and the Christmas trees, like all the resorts have Christmas decorations. So you yes. can even go around there. They have the gingerbread house that comes out, the Grand Floridian, mm -hmm. where you can go to the actual gingerbread house and get cookies. Um, there's all kinds of like holiday stuff to do. So that's like the time, you know, these are the times where, yes, I wish it was a little bit cooler out and the crowds were really, really low, but you're getting all these other extra things. It's like a celebration. Yeah. It's more than just your everyday Disney and you're paying, you might be paying a little bit more because it's a premium time of year. If you go closer to Christmas, you're for sure your resort and your park tickets are more money. But yeah. that first week, uh, like the last week of November, first week of December, it's not super crowded. The, the prices aren't um, jacked up yet. Yeah, One thing yeah. to keep in mind is they do actually in November now they started they started pushing it earlier and earlier so it's the usually first and second week of November where they do the recordings for the Christmas special so just okay. know yeah. if you happen yeah. to roll in on a day when they're recording you'll know it because there's going to be a weird influx of people yeah yes yeah. we've done that You're before. Like, Why are all these here what are we doing <laughs> yes it's just weird we've done that before and we didn't know well, this was like they were filming something in in December. Like the first weekend in December, <gasps> you don't even want to know what just happened. 
What? I interrupt this podcast to show you something. Well, show you, Beth, something very traumatizing. I don't think you're ready for this. Oh, no. My little back scratcher, bro. I was like, I don't even know. Like, didn't, I thought, oh, like, Nicole, maybe. No. Like, Look something. at it. It's, it's limp. Yeah. Look at it. It's just flapping oh, off. It. Oh, and straight it fell. Oh, it straight up broke. Oh, no. Like, it's, it needs. You know where you can get a new one. A secondhand store. Ayo. Yay. Um, get it? Because it's, it's a little hand, the back scratcher. Anyway, I lost my, I'm so depressed, guys. Breaking news. Breaking Greg's news. back scratcher Greg totally is gonna... just broke. In half. Back to you, Greg. I'm crying. Um. Anyway, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk like this now because I'm upset. Um. <laughs> I'll get you it, a back scratcher at the uh, at Ohana or okay, the yeah the drink. That, I'm sorry, I just coughed in everyone's ear. Um. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's like it's cool. It's decorated as it's like the the it's a plus version of Disney World. But unless you absolutely have to. Don't go between Christmas and New Year's. Um, shout out, shout out to Brayden, who I know will be there. Brayden, because he's like, we do it every year and it's amazing, and our family has a great time. And I'm like, that's awesome for y'all. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. Well, you can do it. You just really, yeah. really, really got to work on your mindset and know it's gonna be crowded. Um, because last year the park at Magic Kingdom hit their phase whatever of capacity, and that means at that point they were only letting people in if you had a if you were one if you were a resort guest. And then okay. two, if you were not a resort guest, you had to have had um, fast passes and or a dining reservation that weren't booked that day. Because like you could uh, technically yeah. go on and be like, oh, I just snagged a Skipper Canteen reservation. Let me. And they're like, no, it had to be booked. Before. You like, pr- I mean, pull up your app and show them all that stuff? Well, no, like, they, can scan, they-, they can scan your magic band and see. Okay. So they were turning people away at the, the auto plaza and giving them, I believe it was $50 vouchers to use at one of the other three parks that were only good that day. For their conven- inconvenience of oh. waiting on the line to get in and blah, 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 blah. Just like give you something. So if you know what, if you know it's reaching reaching capacity, just go get that gift card and go to Epcot and yeah. go, go to Via Napoli. Actually, I don't like, like Via Napoli. Oh, but... man, this is what I was going to do today. But really, we're going to go to Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, it, it gets crowded. I don't know if you remember yeah. me telling you because we started this podcast not like super long after that. Um, right. There, So, you know, the app obviously shows wait times for attractions. That's one of the functions of the yeah. My Disney Experience app. The Tomorrowland uh, oh my gosh people the mover? people mover was one showing up on the app which it doesn't always do and it had a 45 minute wait 45 minute wait for the people mover the tree of not tree of life that's up that's animal kingdom the swiss family robinson treehouse had a 15 minute wait and the reason why that's so crazy is the whole thing is a queue there yeah. is no like waiting to see the next thing. Like You're there, just how walking. How is that even a thing? Yes. Right. So for there to be any wait is absurd because there's no show right. that you're waiting for. There's no like, like it's like a, you know, a lot of traffic happens because there's a red light and cars back up and then they go slow. Like it's just all green lights. So it's crazy. So really, uh, we're not just exaggerating or kind of like saying, oh, it's going to be rough. It's like it's next level busy yeah. during yeah. that week. So if it's you got to not... do it, do it. You just got to be aware of that. Yeah. Um, okay. So mine, the next time is my favorite. So okay. our favorite is to go in January and February. What are you reading because... my notes? This is the, no. <laughs> it's because it's true. Yeah. That's why January and February is our favorite because it's obviously kids are back in school. Everybody's back to work. Yep. It's after the holiday craze. Um, so the crowd levels are low. The temperatures are cold. If I can wear a jacket at Disney, it is my favorite day ever. Really? Like best day, best day ever to me is wearing a jacket if i need to wear a beanie at night even better like i want it to be cold so um cooler temperatures obviously um our main thing with that is schedule around things so here's where you got to do a little legwork we use a crowd calendars 
Um, so you want to look at crowd calendars and just, I, that's always a good tip. I feel like to look yes. at is that's the first thing we do is we all kind of band together as a family and we're like, okay, let's get to the crowd calendars. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the big ones I'll give a shout out to here are Disney touring plans is a really popular one. Yep. Um, Doug also, also uses undercovertours.com. Yep. Um, and then we also use wdwprepschool.com. Okay. So these are just, they're kind of all good ones to like compare to each other and just look. Cause some of, sometimes they're just a little bit off. Um, but we've always found it to be helpful to mm-hmm. look at those. The other thing that we Google search is for competitions. So you want to Google search for Disney cheer competitions. You want to search for band competitions for choral competitions. Um, and then for the run Disney run weekends, Yes, because those are all times, those are all things that are going on during this time period. Um, and so we always Google to see when all these competitions are because we want to try to get somewhere like in the sweet spot of when none of these things are happening. Because yes. when the competitions are happening, typically it is like a ton of teams of people and they're like all from all over the world. Yes. So, um, and it's okay if you like, you know, you're doing a week where it's in between, but usually if there's like a cheer competition on a certain weekend, then like that Monday might still be crowded because of all the cheerleading uh, teams. Um, cause you're dealing with other countries and they might have different school schedules and everything like that. But, um, so we will try to kind of find a time where we're not close to any one of those weekends, which can be a little bit tricky. It's like pick and choose your poison like this week, um, in two weeks when we're coming, it's a run weekend. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit busier Monday and Tuesday than us like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for the rest of the week, which we're like, okay with that. Cause at least it's not a big like band competition type, and- um, Go ahead. You're not exaggerating. When people come in yeah. for those things, it's just an influx it's of people. Insane. Yeah. Especially, it's well, yeah, especially then, if you're staying. They, Sorry again. No, I was going to say, and when they do fast passes, it's not like, oh, like two or three people got a fast pass at this time. It's legit their <laughs> entire team. No, and you're like, oh, crap. I, I never, I never forget being on the people mover and it's like, you see space mountain and it's like 70 minutes. And then all of a sudden there's an entire cheer team that walks up to in the fast pass on and you're like one twenty five. <laughs> like the wait time just went up another 30 minutes at least. My gosh. It's um, insane. I mean, and that's something you could, that's the nice thing about being able to research. You could just find out when these, when these things are, by the I way, asked him, I was like, why do you normally look at this? He's like, I just Google search it. And I was like, but what do you actually, and he was like, I just Google search it. Like, <laughs> Google search 2019 cheer competitions or 2020 cheer competitions. Yeah. Like at Disney and they'll like, they'll pop up with like dates for all those things. Yeah. Don't stay at all-star sports, music, movies, <laughs> right, even pop century. Time. Oh my gosh. Well, they're or everywhere. it's like, or if you're finding that they're like booked and you're like, what's going on? It's yes. probably one of those things is happening. Cause a lot of those people, those teams stay on resort. Yes. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned the things to look out for. Cause my, my next time frame was that January, even early Feb, February as well. But um, you mentioned how you love being at Disney with a jacket on. And mm-hmm. for the longest time, because as a kid, we went when it was hot out. So yes, I associated yeah. Disney with hot, like heat. So yep. the very first time we went where I needed a jacket, it always felt bizarre to me because it's like, yeah. this isn't Disney. This is like, I've grown up and I'm visiting this place. It doesn't feel quite the same anymore. And because I'm in right. a jacket. So you I wonder know, how I, many people thought that. And oh, and I'm totally like, I'm going to get coffee. Like, Walking down Main Street with a jacket on and a hot coffee is like the jam at yes. Disney. Because I'm the same way. We only went, growing up, we only went to Disney in the summer months. Because mm-hmm. it was, that was when school was out. And that was that was when we could all get, like, everybody could get off work and stuff. So that's how we grew up yeah. going. 
So I always associated with sweating it out. <laughs> Disney. So the first time we went and it was like, Hey, you need to pack some warm clothes. I was like, this is amazing thing ever. <laughs> like I is. love looking back at my photos where we're like on the mine train and I have a jacket and a beanie on. I'm like, yes, that's what I want. <laughs> Cause it like um, can get to the forties. I mean, you know, it does. It gets, I mean, it gets what I call Florida cold. Cause it's yeah. not like, it's not as cold as I'm used to, but it's cold. It's you're not expecting it if you're not expecting it. Um, so in my experience here, since living here, the first like two weeks other than the run weekend, because the, the, the run that happens in January is a full marathon run. So it brings a, a little more right. people because they like to do the full marathon, the half and the whole thing. So just be aware of that. But crowds are for sure lower. Um, mm-hmm. A good way to gauge what crowds are going to be is if you have an annual pass where there are blockout dates, you'll yeah. notice that they're lifted after like the third or fourth or something of January. That's a good time to start going back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're blocked because it's so darn, darn, I said it, it's so darn crowded. And, so darn crowded. Um, but Nicole and I had a habit before we moved here of traveling here at the very end of January into February, including, yeah. including the trip where I proposed when it was 45 <laughs> degrees and raining Get on it. Main Street. Get it. Okay, you're a Disney couple. Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so uh, we had great, we had a great experience with that because, it, again, it tended to be on the lower crowd side. The weather yeah. was not hot, but then again, there were days when it was, we were cold. I mean, we had on like, right. I wasn't even prepared. I had only like a windbreaker. I remember having to wear like a, and a hoodie, but I wore them together, like a shirt, hoodie, windbreaker, pants. I just love that you use the term windbreaker because no one uses that anymore. I don't know what people say, like a light, like a light rain jacket. I don't know, I don't whatever. Know. I don't know anyone that says windbreaker. I'm just saying. Well, what would you call, what would you call a jacket? Like when I hear windbreaker, all I think of is 80s. Like oh, I thought you're going to say breaking wind, which is different. No, like a windbreaker from the 80s. Yeah. Well, like what would you call that type of jacket where it's very, very light and you could a wear light, it if it's a light jacket. I just had a light jacket. Well, then you can call that on a different podcast, maybe but I on this like, one. Maybe I would like to hear from the peoples what they think. Do you use the term windbreaker or not? Maybe you do. Maybe I'm weird. It just makes me think. I don't know anybody that says it anymore. Well, and it makes I, me have, I have two questions for the people. Okay. Okay. First question is, what One. do you call it if not a windbreaker? And two, right. on your podcast, do you belittle your co-host when he uses the <laughs> phrase windbreaker? I just want to know. Um, <laughs> Number two is probably yes. Yes, probably yes. <laughs> so um, just be aware of the, of the yeah. potential for cold. And um, it's also construction season. So right now there's a lot of stuff under construction because of they're getting geared yeah. up for the 50th fine and Epcot is just one big construction zone. But keep right. in mind, you're going to take a bunch of photos of the castle and there's going to be a crane in the background because yeah. they're removing the lights off of the castle throughout the... Like, yeah, we didn't even Christmas. mention that for our holiday. Sorry we didn't mention that. But the best thing about the Christmas decorations is the castle is oh encrusted gosh. with lights. Encrusted. Encrusted. And they do it every night where Elsa comes out and they turn the castle on and it's it's just so magical. It is. It actually is. Not to be totally corny, it really but it, it's like pretty it's cool. Really, yeah. So um, just be aware that there's going to be some construction. Things are going to be closed. And it's like, it's usually weird stuff like you wouldn't think of. I remember going one year when they were, I think this past year, they were redoing the floor at Cosmic Rays. Like it's just, it's just random stuff. Right. But honestly, if that's it's not the kind of thing. That, that it's low season. Yes, because they're only going to do those things in like really during low season. Yes. So yeah. Which you're most, gonna... most stuff is done at nighttime. I mean, most things we don't even know is happening. Oh, they're yeah. done at nighttime. Like that Disney doesn't sleep people. Um, but when they're doing stuff like that, it's just cause they kind of have to, they have to. Yeah. It's so season. we would go end of January, beginning of February. And we had usually that's lower cost per night in resorts. You'll notice, I mean, they really do have seasonal pricing for resorts and it, even for the character buffets and stuff that all fluctuates based on time of year. And you'll know that you're in a good season. If the prices are a little bit more reasonable, 
Um, right. if, if you haven't emptied or taken out a second mortgage uh, and you get to go to <laughs> Disney World, you're, you're probably in the right time of year. And again, it's not cold. You might even, if you go the first week of January, you're probably going to catch the end of the Christmas stuff. You'll see a little bit of that. Um, right. Obviously, you won't in the rest of January and February. Um, but we had such we had such a good was, time going at those times of the year. Yeah, I was going to say, and that we're more ride motivated, so we're kind of there to do the rides and stuff. So even if even if there's a little construction going on, we're like big whoop. Whatever. Like, yeah, we're getting we're getting to do the the things that we want to do the most. Yep. Um, and I would think that resorts would be pretty low too. Like that would be a good time to just hop around to different resorts and yes. do different things over there too. I mean, maybe not the pool, but aren't the pools heated? Like if it gets um, cold, I don't know. I haven't gone in the winter. I think they are for some reason, but I mean, most people are not going to the pool if it's that cold anyway. No, which I'm like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and when I say jacket, I mean I'm wearing like a almost like a track, you know, just like a like a workout jacket. What's a workout jacket? I've never heard of that before. <laughs> <You know what> <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like the same material as like your stretchy yoga pants. Okay, but. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, which I mean, there, honestly, there have been times that I've had to wear my fleece. So it just depends. I'm always like praying for some kind of like weird cold front to come in. Even our, what was our last trip that we did? I don't remember when our last year, our last trip, I think was March. Who knows? It was February or March of this year. And I remember it was like this cold rainstorm that came through. And after the rain came through, it was like, it was cold. And I got really excited. You so. jerk. I know. Well, and then, so to say that too, January, February, good time to go. March is when the spring break um, numbers start coming in. The crowds kind of start coming in because it's spring break. And obviously spring breaks are all different across the country, but still people travel. Sometimes there's competitions for spring break. So that's when those, a lot of those get scheduled, um, you know, for like American um, competitions. So I don't know. Yeah. Spring break here lasts like six weeks. Well, and okay, maybe I've no, maybe this is something you've noticed too. I was going to ask you about this. January, February, I noticed there's a lot more foreigners. I I honestly haven't picked up a pattern of people traveling from outside this country. I guess I could say, um, except for that, the British love to come here the last two weeks of August. That's the only pattern I've picked oh, yeah. up on as consistent. Yeah, we just noticed that, like, not in a bad way. It's just we just noticed there's yeah. a lot more non-Americans here. It might like, actually be cheaper schedule thing or yeah, it could be cheaper for them to come over because maybe they know just like how i'm telling people to go during january february it's probably cheaper because don't forget when they right. fly they're here for like usually when people come from a different country they're here yeah. for at least a week because if you're gonna fly 8 10 12 sometimes right. more hours you're gonna right. you gotta make the best of it yeah so that's kind of i, I don't have another time frame really yeah i think that's pretty much it um those are like the best. I mean, it's just, you know, the, and I, I get it. Like sometimes people are like, well, what am I supposed to do? I can't go other than the summertime. I think that's when crowd calendars are going to be your best friend just to kind of pick and choose and see what, what the crowds are actually looking like. Yep. Um, and you just got to do what you got to do. Um, and I think it'll be fine. I just don't like, we just don't like to go in the summertime because I am no fun when it's really, really hot. <laughs> like, especially if I get hungry, <laughs> like I get hangry. And if I'm hot and hangry, like don't even talk to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not as fun for me because I am like, I just don't like to be sweaty and like gross. And some people love the heat. I know plenty of people that absolutely love the heat. I am just not one of those people. <laughs> um, before we wrap up here, uh, mm-hmm. I guess we could talk a little bit news because there really wasn't a whole lot in the news, but I have one thing for you. Are you excited about it? I'm really excited about it. Nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. 
Um, I had two stories picked up, but I'm just going to go with the one here because I decided okay. the other one's boring. I couldn't really um, find much going on, so I got nothing this week. Yeah. I think this is the first week I've literally had no news nugs. Look at that. So just I one know. quick thing that's been making its rounds, uh, 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 making the rounds, whatever, making its way around people who talk about Disney stuff is the changing of the food items on a menu or at on the menu at the quick service restaurant in Galaxy's Edge. So oh, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. So I don't know okay. if you even noticed the food items when you were there. I got Is the there a hashtag to it? <laughs> no, no. I got the fried and Dorian tippy-up, I want to say, which is essentially yeah, yeah. Uh, a chicken nugget that. log. And mm-hmm. um, I guess, I don't know. We don't know, right? This is one of those things where people tend to jump to conclusions or fill in the voids as far as information we don't know. But the general idea is that the, well, what actually happened was they unthemed or dethemed. They removed the theming of the titles of the food. So like the Why? fried and Dorian tip yip is now just called fried chicken. And then underneath it, it what? says the fried and Dorian uh, tip yip. So I guess. You know why? Well, that's the so thing. My- like you could take a couple of guesses that people didn't know what they were ordering or they just didn't go because they were, um, uh, you know, uh, offset was like off put by the, yeah. the names of the, the food name. items. Maybe. Um, I mean, do we not think that it was the Andorians that were just really offended by the be. names of Yes. And like if you're trying to get people to go to Galaxy's Edge who maybe aren't diehard fans or who are like yeah. thinking that, you know, well, I have to be a, a really knowledgeable on Star Wars, maybe right. they were thinking, well, okay, I don't even want to eat anything there because this isn't a language I don't know. And I, I'm just kind of thinking about maybe what people were thinking. Um, so I think... Because sometimes, some like the uh, Star Wars purists, or even fans, I wouldn't even go so far as to an extreme of purist, but some fans of the theming of the land were kind of upset by this because you're taking away a theming and what people call yeah. sometimes dumbing down right. the theming for a common guest or a guest who maybe doesn't know anything. But can we like? I was gonna say, can we also throw out the like idea that it could be because of the prices too? Well, here's because the thing. That's why Doug and I didn't eat there because we yes. were like, I'm not paying that much money for that. No, like, uh, I don't. I don't care what it's called. I'm not paying that much money for it. <laughs> so you may remember those of you who've been listening for a while that we took, or I took Red. Uh, well, Red and I went, I should say, to Galaxy's Edge because he's like our Galaxy's Edge guru. Your, your Star Wars date? Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> we held hands. So um, he's like, he's the he's my Star Wars dude, right? So yeah. I me- I messaged him, or maybe he did to me. I don't remember um, about the untheming or detheming of it, and you know, we were kind of yeah. chatting about it real quick, but. Um, I thought of at least something they could do about it because, okay. I mean, when we went there, I saw something called, or even like, I think we even talked about the menus before we went there. I think on the, like yeah. on the show, we kind of went through what some of the food options were. And I remember looking at the titles and I guess maybe I'm smart enough to look at the description and figure out what the hell it is I'm eating. Like I wouldn't just, I don't know. I would never say no to a menu item because of the name. I would want to know what it is. Right, but remember, y'all, you ordered something at Oga's, and you were like, "This isn't what we thought it was." That's my fault because <laughs> I just compl- I, I I was just being stupid. But um, this is a little bit different because on the menu it says what it is. It right, says it's a piece picture, of fried chicken. In the picture it showed that it was also well, no, the thing that you ordered at Oga's. Oh, I just I just <laughs> I remember y'all being like, "Well, in the photo, it looks like it's this thing that comes with a drink." And I when thought- you order- so hold on, let me backtrack a little bit. So it was the Oga's <laughs> Obsession, and it's a little, basically a Petri dish of like jello with boba balls in it and uh, the Pop Rocks <laughs> and whatever. So Say I thought really. it was a drink, and the only part of it that they were yeah. showing in the picture was just the top of it. 
Almost like oh. they, they cut like an yeah. inch of the glass down and didn't show. Which, by the way, I admit now, it was stupid. That was a stupid thing to think. Yeah, but there's no way that you're the only person that thought that. Well, yes, but it's my own fault again because they spec- they specifically differentiate drinks and food by calling them provisions uh, and yeah. the other thing. So yeah. I can't think of what it's called. So um, I ordered a provision, which is a food item. But this is, but anyway, so at the restaurant, though, there's a picture of it, and you can still see what it is. But I think it would be cool for people who, like, care. Um, mm-hmm. I think they should do a v- even more highly themed, where they don't even tell you what it is. You should just know, like, a secret mobile order menu. Because menu. they yeah. do secret mobile order menus at some other places, including Button Unlimited 2 Deluxe Burger, by the way. If you don't know that, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's available. I mean, you can still go up and ask, but you won't know what's there unless you look at the secret mobile order menu. Um, I would love for them to do something like that at uh, this place for people who like yeah. want to voluntarily keep themselves in a very themed environment. And I only have to order food and like you do it online, but like you still get to call it something, whatever you want. So it must have been people didn't know what they were ordering and they yes. ordered stuff. And then it was like, and I didn't complained. know that that's what this was. And right. they complained. And so then they got tired of having to refund people money yes. and wasting food. So they're like, oh, my gosh. All right, people, we'll dumb it down for you. <laughs> to which the Star Wars people are very not dumb. So they're like, yes. how, how dare you? How dare you? So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to get butthurt about it. But it just yeah. kind of it's kind of a bummer because it's like, well, then how can they not? Because this is like this is why we can't have nice things. Well, I want them to do. Well, and it's coming theming. off of the whole like Star Wars land not doing Star Wars land, Galaxy's Edge not doing as well as they were supposed to be doing projection wise with numbers, people getting fired because of it. Like there's all kinds of stuff going on and a lot there's been a lot of backlash. Um, so now, you know, since they're already changing something, people are not happy about it. They're not. Um, that's really it for for news today. I mean, there's not a whole lot going on um, next week. Hey, next week we have some guests. We are joined, yeah. listen to this, we're going to be joined, unless they uh, can't make it, which is going to make this uh, exit really of our awkward. episode very awkward, but currently we are scheduled to chat with the Disney Dinks, so yes. just to be clear, everyone, Dink is an acronym, D-I-N-K, for dual income, no kids, which is such <laughs> which, an interesting concept, this is not an opportunity. All, you are, you're a dink, and I'm we're a dink. dink, yes. Paul's um, a dink. But this is not, just to be clear, this is not going to be a conversation where we're talking bad about going to Disney no. with kids. Um, they just happen to be called the Disney Dinks, and that's kind of what led me to, to find their account and start chatting with them. But we're going to be talking about life as locals. So obviously, yeah. Nicole and I moved here about a year and a half ago. This couple, uh, Julie and Andrew, moved here in I think June of this year. So like I know I've got I've heard feedback from listeners about how they kind of are interested in the concept of a local versus vacationing there. So we're going to talk about that. And obviously, Beth doesn't live here, so it's a great opportunity for you to ask some questions and be the voice of the people. If you want to know anything, um, I'm also rubbing in my face the whole I hour. Mean to. I, I so, don't. <laughs> um, I haven't asked them yet, but I'm going to convince them to play a game. Probably yeah. uh, like I'll a. Hopefully, they're not listening. I'm just kidding. No. Um, right now, as we record this, they're at the Hilton Head uh, DVC Resort in yeah, South Carolina. Cool. But I'll probably play a game with them, and if nothing else, I, I know I mentioned this last week to do it this week, but for sure. Um, to go along with a game that I'm going to make them play, I'm sure. We'll have some type of game for everybody, probably the Magic Mashup, where we have all the different songs you guys have to guess. Well, um, we might have some Halloween stuff. I was going to say, yeah. We have all yeah, kinds of stuff. Next week will be our last episode before the Halloween um, holiday, Horilla Day. <laughs> um, so we have a couple ideas to do some things for that to get you guys involved as well, because we love group participation. Yes. So uh, follow us on Instagram at 
That Park Life Podcast and our personal accounts. For me, I am at NRG Adventures. And I'm at Lost Princess Printing. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to, to head over to iTunes or whatever your audio platform is that you're listening to this. Leave us a review over there. Um, if you would like to support us because you really, really like what you hear, first of all, thank you. Appreciate it. Check us out on Patreon.com. There's usually a link in the episode descriptions too, a way to get you over there more quickly. Uh, keep an eye out. I think I, I am going to post that video of the, the person riding that tram yeah. around the I mean, Epcot Resort. So just take a look at that parklifepodcast.com. And just like Beth mentioned, next week we have a couple. So yeah, we have the Disney Dings on next week. We're going to be doing uh, the, the contest for the Magic Mashup. And we have some other stuff, um, other ways for you to, to kind of communicate with us and win some some fabulous cash and prizes. going to be Both. real not cash. I don't know. I shouldn't have said cash. Listen, maybe yeah, not I, cash. Don't be throwing cash out. Gonna make it gonna make it rain. Well, anyway, now that I've accidentally lied, I think it's a good time. It's a good time. Head on out. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.